What's up, Patriots pals and Foxborough friends? We welcome you to the latest and always greatest edition of Six Rings and Football Things, live streaming across the Fitzy GFY and WEEI socials on February 1st, 2024, the nine-year anniversary of the Malcolm Butler interception and the Patriots Super Bowl 49 spectacular. And we thought there would be no better way for your old pals, Nick Fitzy Stevens, and Andy Jumbo Hart to celebrate then by bringing in one of our most favorite special guests today. That's right. For 11 years, he protected Tommy's blind side, and he is always ready to let it ride. He was one of the best left tackles, and man, can this guy make the room crackle. He's got a beard. He likes to be weird. The one and the only three-time Super Bowl champion and Patriots Hall of Famer, Mr. Matt Light joins the Six Rings and Football Things podcast today good morning maddie how are you guy buddy i am good good to see you good to see you both and uh hard it's been a long time by the way and we were talking a little bit earlier and uh you know i, I recognize your face but i also remember you know you, you you typically had some good things to say about the fat people you know that played the game so <laughs> you know th this is this is like probably the safest environment for uh for any uh former player so one thing I was going to also tell you is that when you say special, right, like special mm -hmm. guest, mm -hmm. it reminds me that every time I use that to describe my friends, it's not typically <laughs> flattering, right? You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's special, you know, so, but I take it as a badge of honor. So <laughs> amazing introduction. Yeah. Oh, always, dude. I got to ramp it up for you. You're one of our favorite guests here. And as I was detailing to Andy before we got rolling as we were in the virtual green room here in our live stream. Um, this is probably the most, um, it's really nothing subdued about you. You're actually a subdued, if anything else. Uh, but this is probably the cleanest cut and most, uh, uh, normally presented because in previous appearances on six rings, uh, as I've gotten to see you on the live stream, you were in full butcher's gear after having, uh, taken a deer and you were preparing venison sausage. Last time you joined me from what looked like your trophy room in nothing but a white, Super Bowl robe, and now here you are, just kind of in your—I um, uh, won't call it a man cave. What would you? Uh, you've got a bison behind you. I see there's an elk on the wall mounted. Uh, what would you? What, where are you right now? I'm I'm in my little getaway. You know, I think most of us have that that little space that we go to that you know kind of keeps our sanity, right? And this and that's where I'm at now. And I would also tell you that you know it's a New Year's thing, right? Like 2024, I said. You've got to be more professional. You, you need to grow up a little bit, right? So Wait, what? I'm, I'm trying to present, you know, well, yeah. better. That, that's, no, that's that's overrated. I did want to ask you, though, before we get into the football stuff, since I know you're a hunter, and I don't hunt, but I have a lot of friends that do, as they say. Um, so I eat a lot of venison in my day. My preference is um, venison burgers that my friends make with a mixture of bacon that they grind together that are by far the best burgers I've ever eaten. But what is your preferred uh, venison dish? Well, it's a, it's a loaded question. Now, listen, the, the bacon is is a is a must. When you're working with wild game, you you really need to add a, and introduce a fat, right? Because there's yep. no fat in wild game for the most part. And as we know, like what we all love is the fat content, whether it's a ribeye or right. you know a nice chuck that that is ground chuck that has a little bit of everything in it. So, so the, the fat that they introduced to the bacon never is a bad idea, right? But definitely mm -hmm. with the venison, 
And and I think anything that you do with wild game, it, it always starts from the moment that you actually uh, locate and find the animal that you shot, right? So it's it's interesting. I study with a, a dear friend of mine who's on the Outdoor Channel, and and he's a phenomenal chef. You know, was in France, trained classically, trained can cook in ways that will blow your mind. Has some of the best restaurants in England, and. The way that they do wild game over there, again, it starts with the second you find that animal, how you growl at it or in, in what we call dressing the animal, how you hang it, how you age it, and then butchering. All of that process is probably my favorite part, right? I love taking something that you can harvest on your own. You get to know the animal. You understand their patterns. You get close enough with a bow to actually take one, and then the fun really begins, right? Because... Everything that you do to prepare it properly is what you get to share with the people like you, right? Like that maybe don't get an opportunity to get into the woods. And I would say this, my daughter shot a doe this, this, this fall, this past fall. And, you know, she's been hunting with me for a long time. She's 10 years old. It's an awesome experience if you're a parent to share that with your kid. But we took this doe and I did a French trimmed rack of venison where you kind of take the, a third of the ribs and you put them together as they're roasting and you do them on a grill and then you slice them and everybody gets a little chop of venison. Mm. And oh, and from a presentation standpoint, it's incredible, but from a flavor profile and everything else, but it begins again with what you do in the early stages and aging wild game is really important. Letting that meat rest, let it get a nice little bark on the outside of it. You know, it looks a little gnarly, but once you trim it all out, Prepare it properly. Can't go wrong, man. Now, now see, and I see Andy. This is these are the things that I love. All, whenever Matt joins the show, um, and don't forget, everybody, I, I would like to remind you. We'll we'll say it one more time. But Matt, um, in addition to just wanting to jump on, talk some football, and share some cooking tips, um, the Matt Light Foundation, which does amazing work, visit mattlight72.com. Matt is having his annual Fool's Night Out comedy show and Pranktacular. That would be Thursday, March twenty first, two thousand twenty four at Memoir, the fabulous club at the Encore Boston Harbor. To get tickets and information, you visit mattlight72.com. Uh, he'll have all the favorites like Lenny Clark, Tony V, the Boston, every every quality Boston comedian and headliner will be there as well as Matt, his treasure trove of Patriots videos, pranks, and so much more. So make sure you visit mattlight72.com. Get your tickets today. Never a bad time had at a fool's night out. Um, but I, Matty, I wanted to sort of go to the idea like so matt chatham speaking of mats and food and new england patriots chatham has made a nice little niche for himself with uh his barbecue work now he's got obviously he's got the two he's got gold bark and then i forget what the other one beefcake is the name of his beef rub um yep. does great food he gets hired out for events i think he's almost had his own cooking show uh as as well like and i know he gets hired out to teach people how to smoke you almost could sort of like I could see some sort of show on like Discovery Plus or like Food Network where like you take you you do like the literal like forest to table or something like that where you show people like to appreciate consuming and I will somehow figure out a way to tie this to football like that's where that's that's where <laughs> it lives <laughs> right that's where it lives ultimately it's going to live in here but before it goes from your plate to your mouth to here it's there. And like, I appreciate the fact that you, you don't just go to the store, see it in cellophane and then take it home and do something like you are about the whole hog and the whole process. 
Listen, and and by the way, it's again, it's rewarding, right? Like, I, you know, I, I get it. So many people didn't grow up hunting. I was fortunate. My entire family goes back generation after generation, big into the outdoors. My great grandfather was part of the Outdoor Writers Association. That was a big deal back in the day. My my grandfather, my great grandfather started Lights Outdoors column in our local paper. Then my grandfather took it over. Then my dad's oldest brother took it over. His three generations of you know, really conservation and and what it's like to, you know, get into the outdoors and why people enjoy, you know, the sport of hunting. And uh, again, though, I would say that just the ability to eat, right? Like we did a game dinner last Friday. We had mm-hmm. about 20 guys in. We cooked unbelievable food. I made my wild turkey poppers with wild boar bacon. I take wild boar Ooh. from a hamster, take the belly, I brine it, I then put it in my smoker. I make my own bacon out of wild boar belly. It's very lean. It's the good fat, not the bad fat. Mm-hmm. I wrap that around a marinated chunk of wild turkey breast. I put a little jalapeno in there, throw it on a grill. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had so much good food. But again, you know, if you've never done it, you, just give it a shot, man. Go out, try to get into hunting, do something in that realm. You'll never, ever regret it. And you're outdoors, by the way. I mean, I can go wrong. So you're advising everybody to go outside and shoot something later today? Legally, I would get a license first. Yes. <laughs> and normally when I go outside and shoot something, it's me walking outside holding my phone, expressing my frustrations over the New England Patriots or giving a sports take to share on social media, which is probably the last thing that I think you would ever be prone to do, like, hold on, guys, I got to make sure that I upload this to TikTok. Like you, that's one of the ways you and Bill were always alike, like his disdain for my face and, you know, and tick book and everything else were the same. I could never see you just be in mid conversation, be like, guys, hold on a second. I just got a news flash from Schefter. I got to weigh in on this. Give me two seconds. Like, no, it's more like, Oh, actually, I heard there's going to be like some like I love quail or there's going to be some doves. Hold on. I got to go take that down for a meal later on Sunday. Hey, I've got one of the (laughs) so glad you just brought that up. One day I walk into the stadium and I'm I'm, I'm, I think I already done my workout, actually. And I went in to grab a little lunch before I was going to leave this in the offseason. So this would have been in April at some point. And Bill walks in and, you know, when Bill walks in, it's it was always uncomfortable, right? Like you see him in the meeting room, you know, that's normal. But then like he'd disappear uh, if he'd be in his office or he'd be in a meeting or whatever. It wasn't normal just to have Bill walk up to you when you're having a lunch, right? Like, you know, just sitting there hanging with the guys. And he comes over and he's like, look, you know, what are, what are we doing? And I'm like, what do you mean, coach? And he's like, you know what I'm talking about. You're on stadium property with a weapon. I'm like, what? I'm like, no, no, no. I go. And so what happened that morning, see the off-season program, the linemen at that time were probably working out together at about 7 o'clock. I would get there at about 4.30, and I would go right out behind the stadium, and there was always wild turkey there. And during the season, I would usually take one bird there at some point, and that morning happened to be the morning. And when I was going out to do it, stadium security stopped me, and they're like, hey, you, you can't, you can't do this and i'm like i can i'm like i hunt turkeys here every year and so i went out i set up i shot a bird with my bow and i get back in my truck i took the bird i took the breast in and actually put him in the fridge and then i did my workout well bill comes over and he's like you can't have a weapon i go bill i go it's not a weapon i had a bow 
And he's like, it's a, I go, I go, I, it's a gun. You can't bring a gun on stadium property. I shot this thing with a bow. He's like, it says weapon. And I'm like, no, and he looks at me and he goes, you want to argue me on the rules? And I'm like, oh, that's a really good point, right? Really good point. And so right. I, 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 I remember I looked at him because I thought this would be clever and funny. And I said, well, you want me to leave Jack Johnson and Tom O'Leary at the door? Because these are different weapons. <laughs> I was shaking his head, just like, don't do it again. Have this conversation. He walks out. And I remember looking at the guys uh, next to me, and their faces uh, were like, dude, you're going to get fired. Like, he's going to. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And I remember thinking, yeah, maybe I, maybe I went a little hard on that one. <laughs> <laughs>